It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. What is up? I'm John Hansen. Welcome to the week nine edition of Hansen's Hints here at fantasypoints.com. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast. Throw us a bone, leave us a good comment, give us a good review. We really appreciate it. And if you're not a subscriber to fantasypoints.com, you can still get in on the website here. It's never too late. Prices reduced 50%, slashed in half, plus. You can use the promo code GORIFIC25 to save an additional 25%. I'll start off the podcast here, record this as always, too late on a Wednesday night, but Wednesday evening, so it's a little early to get totally into week one. The injury report is obviously just out for the first time today. It's just starting to wrap my head around the injuries. I will get into some cornerback wide receiver matchups though that are looking good here you can use the tool at fantasypoints.com of course but we, we do have the color coding to make it easy for you but we'll run through some of those and um, we'll do a couple of props here at the top for thursday night football to kick off week number nine unfortunately last week i went three and one on my thursday night football props unfortunately the the one we pushed was the loss of mike evans and once again, it's very apropos of the year. I thought everything I thought happened in the game, but still didn't hit. He got you know a decent number of targets here. I'm going to call up the box score real quick, do a little review on big Mike Evans, who did not come through. I thought, well, I thought Baker Mayfield would have to throw it more than usual. He threw it 42 times. I thought Evans would be certainly active. Well, you know, he had... He was second on the team with six targets, um, just only caught three balls, so a 50% catch rate for 39 yards. We did hit all the other ones. This one, and that was Rashad White over his receiving yardage. We also got Gabe Davis, believe it or not, over two and a half catches. That was an easy one. And Dalton Kincaid over... I think it was four and a half catches. So I guess we just got that one barely. He had five grabs in the game. Not a great game for props. Honestly, actually, it's quite bad as the three and four Titans go to Pittsburgh to take on the four and three Steelers. But I do have two. Sometimes we got to get a little weird. I'm going to go for my winning prop for Thursday night football. Tajay Spears, running back for the Tennessee Titans, over 19.5 rushing yards. Look, I've gotten plenty wrong this year. As always, I am the biz- in the business of being wrong. For example, I thought Sky Moore was good. But Tajay Spears, now this is one call that I was very, very adamant about and strong about that I was, in fact, correct. Because this kid is, as I keep saying, magic. Some stats here per fantasy points data out of 65 running backs with at least 25 carries through week eight, Tajay Spears ranks second in explosive run percentage, fifth in explosive yard percentage, 
third in missed tackles force per attempt, third out of 65, fifth in yards after contact per attempt out of 65, and then even 18th in yards before contact per attempt, which these are all better data points than Derrick Henry. For example, he is 33rd at a 65 in yards before contact per attempt. And Derrick Henry is also on the injury report with an ankle injury. So I looked at Tajay Spears's game logs week one. I actually played a prop for him very similar to this. I think it was over 17 yards in week one, and he got it on his first carry. Uh, he ended up with three for 27, but he's gone over 19.5 in five of his seven. The two games he didn't go over 19.5 rushing yards was week three, a blowout loss against a nasty Browns defense. They were particularly nasty this week. And then he also had only 15 yards, so he almost got it uh, two weeks ago against Baltimore. Uh, that was in another loss, pretty pretty. Pretty good defense right there. And certainly the Pittsburgh Steelers are no slouches. But Derrick Henry on that injury report with an ankle injury, if the game's out of hand, I think they'll probably lean on Tajay. So, you know, I don't have him projected for a ton more than this, but I I will go. The guy has not let me down yet. Let's go with Tajay Spears over 19.5 rushing yards. And then if you really wanted to play something else, I kind of like Najee Harris um, over 54.5 rushing, receiving yards. Got some of those catches late in the game last week, and that was uh, a little fluky, maybe a little garbage timey, uh, if you will. But I I think it's really just um, a function of them wanting to get the ball to Najee and get him in in going, get him into the game, get him into the game flow. And, you know, he is their guy. For all the Jalen Warren love, and look, I get it. I mean, Najee looked terrible. He still does, honestly, (laughs) running the rock. But they are committed to him. And our guy Brett Whitefield has pointed out, and, you know, I've been giving Najee love here for about three weeks, but he believes, and I can see it too, that Najee looks a little slimmer and trimmer, a little svelte. So that would make sense if you're a Najee Harris. Let's do everything we can to get some juice. So they're pretty committed to him. He did get those targets and catches last week. He does have eight grabs uh, in his last two games on eight targets uh, for 57 yards. You know, the the rushing is tough sledding, but look at these game logs. I mean, this is this is why I said trade for the guy. I mean, he, he does get touches every week. Uh, last week was bad. Jacksonville pretty good against the run. He only got the seven, but week before, four for 53, 14 for 53, then 14 for 37, 14 for 71, 19 for 65, 10 for 43, and then even six for 31. So they are home favorites in this game. Uh, he is going to get the ball. Uh, so over 54.5, it, it's, it's going to be too close. You know, he's not necessarily going to be needed to do much in the passing game in this one. I highly doubt they'll be playing from behind. So he'll have to probably do it on the ground. And that might not be easy uh, considering their struggles blocking blocking it up for the run. And this is a tough matchup here. So, you know, then again, maybe they take to the air a little bit more with 
you know, to get Najee in space with the matchup being so tough. 54.5 total yards for Najee. Um, we'll go with it. Titans are now giving up, by the way, per fantasy points data, the fifth most adjusted yards before contact per attempt um, among all teams slated to play here in week number nine. Well, let's get into some cornerback wide receiver matchups here. We do call this podcast Hanson's Hints. I try to dish out as many as I can. Um, and, and of course, under the research and news tab at fantasypoints.com, uh, this might even be a free free deal without a login if you're not a subscriber and listening. But um, just go under research and news. Everything is pretty much laid out easily on the site using these top navigation bars. And then over to the left, research, wide receiver corner matchups. It's really, really helpful. Very accurate, too. Like, if we say Hollywood Brown, for example, it's going to see a lot of Martin Emerson based on alignment numbers. And you can bet that if you're watching the game and you see Hollywood Brown and a dude in coverage, it's probably going to be Martin Emerson. Uh, not all the time, of course, but we we look at the alignment numbers, break them down into percentages for the three receiver spots and the three corner spots, compare those, come up with the matchup based on the most frequent alignment, and then we have fantasy points per route run numbers given up for these corners, targets uh, per route run, how often are they targeted, and all that. So some dudes who jump all out this week now, Drake London's hurt, uh, but that would be a good one. Taylor Heineke in um, against a Caleb Evans. We'll see how he does in practice, if he can practice at all. We'll also see about Deshaun Watson, who did work on Wednesday. And if he returns, th- this is a beautiful matchup for Amari Cooper against often Marco Wilson, who gets targeted um, on 19% of the routes run. Against him, he has targeted. You are targeting Marco Wilson. That's uh, pretty darn good there. Um, and also Elijah Moore against Jalen Thompson. We also have good matchups for the Cowboys against those older Eagle corners. Got roasted last week. So we're looking good with, of course, CeeDee Lamb. And because the Eagles have a real problem at slot corner. And then these outside corners, Brandon Cooks. Uh, looking pretty darn good here. Uh, the Colt guys are looking good based on matchup. Uh, Dante Jackson, C.J. Henderson for the Panthers. Pretty good matchup there for Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce. Uh, moving down here, well, very good matchup for Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers, and it's going to be O'Connell, the rookie, I guess that's better than Jimmy G. Anything is better than week eight Jimmy G, and that's a very good matchup against the Giant Corners. We also have another good one for Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard for the Jets. I do like Zach Wilson this week, by the way. Um, Moving down here, the Titan guys, these are plus matchups, but we're great in unknown territory with Will Levis. D hop. I saw his prop as I think it's only over three and a half catches, which is a little weird. That's, um, that's a low number. What are they trying to do here? Uh, suck us into a losing bet. Sucker us into it here. I think, um, not a good week for props on for Thursday night football, but 
at least those Titan guys on paper do have a good matchup for against those Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so there's some stuff for you to chew on. And I want to look at the bulk of this podcast and cover what I, I just think this has been a really weird year. They're all weird, but you know, one thing that's kind of stood out to me is it's kind of the year without a trend because nothing really is sticking. Uh, there are certainly some players and situations that have been pretty consistently good, but even, you know, like Puka Nakua, that was a big trend. Then it was a mini trend of Puka and Cooper Cup, and now that might be coming to an end, at least slowing down with uh, Matt Stafford and all that. So it just seems like the key to winning is getting ahead of these little mini seasons, basically. And, and that's generally what I try to do um, when I look at young ascending type of players. But I thought I'd go around the league and we can even go in the order of all the games and I'll see what really jumps out at me in terms of where where's the next productive dude coming from basically like there are people who are on waiver wires right now based on the way things are going this year and of course injuries have a lot to do with this because we're just cycling through players you know this Kendrick Bourne that was looking great giving them all kinds of love here for a month plus and well that was a good thing and now that thing is over um so who are the next guys I mean that's kind of what I'm looking for um, let's take a look for the Thursday night game. Well, Will Levis, I mean, that could be if there, if there's a quarterback who kind of comes out of nowhere as he did last week and surprises, it could actually be a Will Levis. Don't see anything else for this team other than my guy, Tajay Spears, Miami and Kansas city. It does remain Rishi Rice, but of course, Devon a chain returning. For the Dolphins, I don't think we're getting much else from a secondary receiver. The third receiver spot's a week-to-week proposition. For Minnesota and Atlanta, obviously Taylor Heineke. That could be a thing, which could unlock a new season for Kyle Pitts and Drake London. So I think we should be pretty optimistic here. Cam Akers for the Vikings. You know, they're paying Alexander Madison a decent amount of money, but they're also trying to win games, obviously. They went and got Josh Jobs, which, by the way, is great news for Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson. I mean, it's certainly a drop-off from Kirk Cousins. But when I incorporate Josh Dobbs' mobility and ability to extend plays in ways that, obviously, Kirky Cousins was not doing, I think it's almost, I'm going to say a wash, but it's a, it's actually kind of a slight downgrade for me only. I know that sounds insane, but Josh Jobs has you know, been dropped into multiple new situations here the last 12 months, and he's done pretty darn well. Maybe I'm overselling it a little bit, but certainly Cam Akers is a guy that could come on, should be owned and you know, stash and hope type of a guy. Seahawks Ravens, I think, you know, as I wrote in the players to trade and trade for article, I think we might be coming into a mini season here. For Geno Smith, let's call this season number three for the season. And Jackson Smith and Jigba is starting to heat up. And Geno's uh, got two touchdown passes in his last two games. Uh, the Gus Edwards season is upon us. Of course, he popped up on the injury report. So we'll stay ahead of that. Maybe we have something going with Rashad Bateman. 
Maybe. Uh, Odell hurt again. Uh, just missed a tutty last week. Frustrating. Uh, not shocked. Cardinals, Browns, well, all kinds of stuff going on here as we've outlined Kyler Murray. No later than week 10. Trey McBride looking great. Michael Wilson, the rookie, also on the injury report for week nine, but we're talking more about week 10 and beyond. A lot of stuff going on there. Might we get Deshaun Watson back for Cleveland? Started a new season here. Start fresh. Season three, Deshaun. Season four, whatever we want to call it. They do go ahead and trade uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, which could open up a little bit of a new season for maybe a Cedric Tillman. Not, not that we're picking him up, but one fewer mouth to feed. I think it's good news, by the way, for David Njoku and Eli Moore. Rams, Packers, boy, not much going on here. I have a bad vibe on Cooper Cup. He's starting to fall off, worried about the quarterback. Packers are worried about Jordan Love. We're all worried about Jordan Love. Jaden Reed would be the only guy to feel pretty good about. And, of course, Christian Watson could always make a big, big play, you know, one big play on, on one catch. Bucks, Texans. My guy Rashad White is hanging in there, man. Uh, you know, six catches last week. He's, he's over ADP right now. Maybe they start actually running it a little bit better, get some continuity there. I mean, these O-lines and running games tend to get better as the season progresses, and we're pretty good with the four to five to six catches every week. So we're good there. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually not buying Baker, but the, the, the guy who fits the profile is Kate Otten, who's been more involved lately. They could use a third option. Not saying I love Kate Otten, but that, that's a new season opening up potentially for Kate Otten, as it did a couple of weeks ago uh, for Dalton Schultz, who might be needed again this week, by the way. And things are opening up for Devin Singletary and looking worse for Damian Pierce is on the injury report. DC Commanders, not a ton here. Curtis Samuel is hurt. So, well, actually there is. Jahan Dotson. We're, we're getting into a new season for Jahan Dotson. It's time for Jahan Dotson. So pick him up, maybe even start him. I mean, these things, he does tend to get a little streaky. I can see this being a little streaky, and we'll see about – Curtis Samuel for New England. Perfect example, Hunter Henry. You know, I think he's the number one receiver for New England. Pick him up. I think he could be a really nice tight end one going forward. And then we'll see about Demario Douglas. I think I'd have to go with him over all other receivers here in New England. Uh, Juju, Kayshawn Booty. I'm going Douglas over those guys. Um, We've got the Bears, Saints. Derek Carr is starting to heat up, no doubt about it, as is this third-floor office of mine. As my heat just went on, by the way, I'm getting, like, roasted up here with this hot light on me. Um, Derek Carr starting to heat up a little bit. Um, maybe Rashid Shahid. Of course, we've always loved him. And Juwan Johnson almost had a touchdown last week. We're not there yet, but I think it's Carr right now. Uh, for the Bears, probably Roshan Johnson time. You know, he did come out a winner last week uh, with Deontay Foreman over Deontay Foreman. So Roshan Johnson, we'll see about Justin Fields. Can we get Justin Fields back? The Indy Colts, I mean, I need a drink of water here. This This heat thing is like... 
I'm in an up third floor room and it gets just freezing in the summer and then like a an oven in the winter when the heat is on. Um, Indianapolis Colts, well, Josh Downs, that's been a thing now for a while. Nothing else here of no, although actually very deep leagues, Alec Pierce is starting to come on. He is a good player. And, you know, you can't keep a guy who's good like this down for too long. So it's starting to happen a little bit. Not that we're feeling great. I just picked him up in a 14-team league with nothing on the waiver wire. Panthers, Jonathan Mingo. As we said last week, it's Jonathan Mingo time. We saw the signs of life. This new season for Johnny Mingo. Not looking good for Hayden Hurst. I don't trust DJ Chark or Terrence Marshall. It's all Johnny Mingo. Uh, So pick him up. For the Giants, new season potentially for Daniel Jones which could unlock a new season for Jalen Hyatt because he hasn't had any season thus far with Saquon Barkley back and things looking good there. Cowboys, Dak Prescott's already started his new season, and it's going very well. We'll see if Jalen Hurts runs, by the way. Uh, Dallas Goddard's a good example of this. He was dead for a month. Now he's been really good for, what, two, three games. So we're going to keep stay hot there. Um. That's about it. Uh, Bills, Bengals, obviously the new season for Joey Burrow is looking good. We're off to a great start. This should be a high-scoring game. Joe Mixon looking good, although he was on the injury report. You know, I wrote for last week, forever, or the week before. Got to trade for T. Higgins. This is going to be a time where you look back, wow, what a great time to trade for T. Higgins. Uh, didn't score, but he had a nice game. And they, they do add Leonard Fournette. So it is a new season for Leonard Fournette and and maybe even for James Cook. I still think James Cook might actually be sneakily a buy-low guy. Uh, Chargers, Jets, new season based on matchups and better play by Zach Wilson. So I feel better about Garrett Wilson. Maybe if you need Tyler Conklin this week. Brace Hall drove me nuts last week. I still don't know what happened there. And then we do have another new season for Gerald Everett. If he's clear to play, the Jets have been very giving against tight ends. We'll try and keep ahead of all these trends here uh, as we have new season upon season. I'm going to pause now because I am literally going to pass out as this. I mean, I was I had my air conditioning on 24 hours ago, and now I'm being literally roasted by this vent that it's too far away for me to close. So. I will end the podcast here. You know, if you want my insights on all the games, of course, make sure you check out the Hanson Hints article. I spent a ton of time on it. I really look closely at everything, do the best that I can to get it right. I do want to get it right. I have some pride in the work, uh, although it's very frustrating when you put in 15 hours on an article and then you could pretty much throw it in the trash. But we'll still do it because, you know, there are weeks where we do get a lot right and, and those are good. So I'll wrap it up here. Thanks again for liking and subscribing. Good luck in week nine, and we'll catch you next time here at FantasyPoints.com. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com. 